Welcome aboard, you sexy heathens. You have found it. Another brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Michael. And I'm going to be your tour guide, if you will, as we explore all the insanity in politics and pop culture and whatever pops into my little my little tiny walnut-sized reptile brain. How's it going? Thanks for being here. It's going to be a crazy week. I'm recording the podcast uh, very early because this week it promises to be full of uh, challenges and fun. Here's what's going on. Heading to New York. Uh, we got rehearsals, some writing, some filming. We're putting together some shows for that show tonight. And we will be at the America First Warehouse uh, where we film. We'll be shooting on uh, Friday. I want to say Friday is the 7th. And then the show is uh, is available to ev- all the f- fantastic subscribers of uh, that show tonight.com on the 8th. Okay, so here's some of the stuff for, that we're going to get into. Some of th- this is like the big the big stuff because screw the mainstream media. We're we're on our own narrative. Uh, I was very happy to hear that Tucker Carlson vocally supported uh, Trump. And he was on the, the the Roseanne Bars podcast. So we're going to get into that and talk about that. Some more testimony just happened about the uh, the Twitter files. Yeah, about uh, the government and what's going on there. We're going to get into that as well. And then we're going to talk some, uh, oh gosh, we're actually, we're going to probably kick things off with this hilarious, this hilarious uh, it would be it would be much more funnier if it didn't if it didn't hurt so bad. The spin uh, that's coming out of the the Biden camp about the uh, about inflation and the cost of everything. That's definitely how we're gonna uh, start the show, making fun of that moronic stuff. And then I thought this would be fun. Uh, we're gonna talk some movies. We're gonna talk about uh, twenty movies of twenty twenty four. And some other projects uh, that are coming up in the next few weeks. So it's a jam-packed show. And I can't, I can't, you know what? I got to write this down uh, if I can remember. The the U-Haul app. The U-Haul app. Makes no sense now, but it will if, uh, if we get to it. So there's two big blocks of shows here. And then... Uh, we're going to move the party over to Locals and Patreon because those wackadoodles, those wonderful people, uh, get more show. And, oh, we got to talk. We're going to talk a little bit about the Pogues uh, and Shane McGowan. Uh, and also, ooh, I might I might do a Christmas, uh, a Christmas song, a bit of one. I won't make you suffer through the whole thing. We're going to have fun. It's loosey-goosey. Take off your pants. Let's have a show. Podcast. The Loftest Party Podcast. He started that song fast. Cause it's time to go. I'm thinking I should do a celebrity. For the, let's do, let's do, um, oh, I can't do Shane McGowan because you might not be familiar with him. Uh, but who could I do? Let's do, let's do like a, a British person. It'll be fun. I always enjoy these. Podcasts. The Loftus Party Podcasts. So hold on to your ass. The show happens fast around here. 
How could a podcast get this good? It's got my ears a sporting wood. Oh, it's got my ears sporting wood. You guys, that's comedy right there. You see, you set up an expectation, you subvert the expectation. Let's go. All right, the right as as promised, uh, the Biden administration. Here's what they really think, and it, it's it's kind of scary. I talk about this because I think some people might be just dumb enough uh, that, that they they fall for it. Like inflation, that's a, that's a big deal. Everything keeps going up and up and up in price, and most people's wages are are not are not keeping up at all. So see, that's see, that's bad. And and so what they're trying to do now is is brag that the rate of inflation appears to be slowing a little bit. Hey, guess what? Everything is still expensive as shit. Uh, here's an article from the White House Council of Economic Advisors. Uh, you know that's you know that's some brainiacs. You know that's a fun time. When you're going to go to a party, oh, who's going to be there? You're, you're never going to guess. It's going to be insane, bro. We've got the the some people from the White House Council of Economic Advisors. Oh, Heather Bushy. Heather Bushy's going to be there, bro. Well, she was just uh, interviewed by Bloomberg TV, and she states that uh, higher prices are a, quote, challenge. <laughs> and she also says, it's taken a while for things to get to a more steady state after the pandemic. That's so that's so they're still they're still saying that. They're saying it's the oh is this is this is the pandemic. It's not it's not Bidenomics. It's not it's not our policies, you guys. It's not our policy. I love it when they, they it's the pandemic. You know what here everybody knows that every listen, everybody knows that uh when there's a, a virus that's that's released by the Chinese. Everything gets super expensive. Everything it just happens. That's that's where you get inflation. Like after uh, after the Spanish flu in 1918, shit was crazy. All right, uh, Heather, Heather says, and I think that's been hard on folks. <laughs> she said hard on, but there's a lot of economic news that indicates that people are optimistic. You know, here's the, here's the news, Heather, that it has people optimistic. This shit's almost over. We can we can see the finish line. We're getting close to November 2024. When uh, God willing and the creek don't rise, uh, Joe ain't in there anymore. She's not in there. She, I'm still talking about Heather Bushy. What a name. Maybe it's Boucher. Here, you spell it B-O-U-S-H-E-Y. Heather Bushy. I'm going to call her Bushy. I, I almost guarantee it's Boucher. What a fucking great name, Heather Bushy. Hi, I'm with the White House Council of Economic Advisors. Heather Bushy? Boucher? Bushy. Bouchier. Bushy. Bouchier? Bushy. Bushy like douchey. Bushy like douchey. Going to clean out my cushy. Put your finger in my, my Bushy. Okay. Uh, Bushy uh, says... Uh, when inflate, you guys, this just did. When inflation happens, all the prices go up. Okay, so I can see how she got the spot on the on the White House economic 
board. Uh, when inflation happens, all the prices go up. And then, uh, you're right, even as the pace of price gains slows over time, it doesn't mean that prices have come back down. That's right, Heather Bushy. It means they're still going up just a little bit slower than they were a couple months ago. Heather says, now we have seen some cases of prices coming down, and that's important. That's it, yeah. Please let me know. Please let me know where the, the, the prices are have come down. Uh, she says that the, the price of affording a Thanksgiving dinner was lower this year than last year. Okay, so instead of uh, uh, getting railed for 400 bucks, you got railed for 395. That's great. Uh, she's going on. She's saying gas prices. Gas prices are down. They've fallen a buck 77 from their peak at the height of the energy crisis. She says that was caused by the unprovoked war that Putin has been waging in Ukraine. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys, it's all Putin. It's not that it's not that that uh, Biden shut down the pipeline and that he's been horrible to the uh, the, the, the the gas and oil industry. It's not like, you know, he's gone out of his way to make it easy for these people to make gasoline. That's that's what I, uh, and I, I really think a bunch of people out there do believe that, uh, yeah, oh, it's Putin, Putin. That's that's why that's why the gas prices. You guys, Biden doesn't control, Biden can, doesn't control uh, the price of gas. But you know what? When, when, when you make something super scarce, it becomes a little bit more valuable as a commodity. I think we all understand that. Okay. Uh, she just goes on and on. Oh, one of the things that we really need to focus on is the other side of the equation. Folks have jobs, and we want to see those real wage gains. Uh, we've been seeing those wage gains. You, you've not. You have not. Shit is expensive. And those are uh, those are policies. And that's what drives them crazy. They had to be going nuts in that little uh, uh, White House economic advisors panel over Thanksgiving. Because when when you do, when you get that receipt from the grocery store, you are just like, this shit sucks. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy how expensive everything is. And then you and then you see like, uh-oh, uh, another food processing processing plant blew up uh-oh hey they want the they want the netherlands to kill a bunch of cows what why because the environment oh but isn't meat i thought everything was really expensive won't you just be making it more expensive if you start killing cows just because you don't want meat out there they really think we're stupid they're talking about that in ireland too oh we might we might have to kill a bunch of cows in ireland fucking why oh it's bad for the environment the cows Go fuck yourself. We were getting into that. Uh, we were getting into that on uh, on Gutfeld, where it was the uh, the United Nations, the uh, Food and Agriculture Organization arm of the UN, is they want Americans to eat less meat. But don't worry, guys. I'm sure Bill Gates buying it, buying farmland, is just a coincidence. I'm sure it has nothing to do with this. No. Like, it really, I, I had to bite my tongue a lot on, on Gutfeld, really. Uh, my joke was the, the, the F-A-O actually stands for fuck all the way off, which, 
it, it really, no one voted for these people. No one said, hey, you guys should get in there uh, and help us out with this big giant problem. No, it's just, it's just a bunch of unelected douchebags who come down with these proclamations. Oh, we have decided. We'll decide this for you. The problem with the climate is too many cows. So, we're asking you all to eat less meat. Will you be eating less meat? Oh, fuck no. I see, I'm, I'm a smart person. I'm in charge. I make the decisions. And if I don't have meat to eat, I can't make my decisions good. So put down, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be eating crickets and slugs and bugs and sh creepy crawly shit while I dine on filet mignon because I'm important. And that's how this shit always works. When the, when the rest of the population is starving and frickin' eating escaped zoo animals, those fuckers in Venezuela, oh, you, know, you don't understand. See, I'm in charge. I'm, I'm very important. I gotta, I gotta keep my strength up. You're fat. You're a big fat shit living in the lap of luxury. Why can't we? Oh, because I'm, I'm the decision maker. I'm the guy. That's how communism works. It's, it's just like George Orwell's Animal Farm. Uh, not all, all, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. And it's always, oh, I, I run this place. I got to No, you guys, I need the big house. I need the big house because I work so hard for you. And if I can't, what? It's, it's always the excuse. That's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. If shit turns socialist, if shit goes communist, you want to be at the higher end of that bureaucracy because then you get nicer shit. I feel like I should do uh, another impression with the theme song. But I don't know about... You could do Chris Walken, podcast. Let's do it. I'm goofy. Podcasts. Off to spot a podcast. So hold on to your ass. The news happens fast on the podcast. The Loftus Party podcast. Hold on to your ass. He's gonna do more impressions. How could a podcast get this good? <laughs> Better than a podcast should. Ud, ud. All right, that was silly. I might take us to commercial with something a little fun. Deep breaths, you guys, deep breaths. I come close to getting overwhelmed. I come, I keep cutting. I'm so glad I dialed back on some stuff. Make sure you're doing that in your life. Maintain the balance. Maintain the balance. I dialed back on a bunch of shit. And, uh, whoo, just in time, just in time. Cause I tell you what, uh, you, you wackadoodles, when this shit isn't fun anymore, I'll have no problem tapping out. So I want to have a good time. Here's the one I'm trying to, but I want a song I'm working on. Uh, this is not an original composition, but I don't want to, I don't want to mess up. Uh, the cover version of it. This is, it's so beloved. 
I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking of you. My favorite part. Decorations of rain on a green Christmas tree won't be the same, dear, if you got here where the you gotta come in with those parts. And when those two snowflakes. What does this have to do with politics? Nothing. It has everything to do with keeping me in a good mood. <laughs> and the holidays and Christmas time and being happy and friends and family and having uh having a good time. All right, so when we come back, uh we're gonna talk about this uh Tucker Carlson Trump endorsement. And once again, you guys, a little pat on the back to us. We were talking about it here first, but it's always nice. It's nice when, you, when you've been saying these things publicly and then someone who's really respected comes out and says it. And you're like, see, that's what see, I was saying that. So we're going to talk about the, the Tucker Trump aspect of everything and, and maybe some Twitter file stuff as well. And then we got to get into these movies, the top 20 movie albums. It's too much goodness. Stick around. We'll be right back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. I am ready for some more show. Nancy, are you ready for some more? I am, Michael. It's, it's, I talked to the claw, and we both think it's a good idea to get into the B block of things, talk some more politics, and all that good stuff. Thank you. Please commence defending constitution and democracy, because the threat to democracy is the threat to all of our way of lives, and we're here to protect that. Ding dong do. Ah, okay. So, uh, this is of note. This is of note. That's the cool thing about a British accent. I think they take you a little bit more seriously. 
This is something important that we should speak of. This is something of note. You don't hear an American guy uh, say, oh, this is uh, this is important. This is something of note, even, even though I just said it. Uh, you don't you don't hear like uh, you don't take your car in to get fixed at, uh, at like a Jiffy Lube and have a guy come out and go now here's something of note uh, your oil your air filter needs replaced. <laughs> it's too funny. Even the fucking Jiffy Lube guys know they they know like when they do the air filter thing uh, and they show you the air filter and you're like yeah dude that's dirty don't even they have that look on their face like. The handbook says I have to try to sell you a new one of these. Hey, how about your windshield wipers? They're, they're fine. Flipping and a flopping. Keeping the rain off the windshield. But they try. Which maybe, uh, that's a good segue into the U-Haul app thing that I want to bitch about. But we won't uh, for now. Because we have to do things, uh, we have to do things in order of their import. Importance. So uh, this is this is the Tucker Carlson uh, aspect of the show. I'm look I'm on the website right now because it was so important, you guys. I put it on the website, and there's also a listen. Uh, Gordon, my buddy, uh, my my buddy Gordon has a great weekend memes. He's always putting up great stuff. And then of course Lisa K, Lisa Tate. They call her the Lisa K Tate from time to time. She puts up quality stuff. I think she was uh she was responsible for Sunday jams this week. I like to mix it up. I like to mix it up. Music is important. And you know what? Here's what I love. Uh when people are like, Holy shit, I never heard of that group. I haven't heard that song. I didn't know about those guys. Thank you so much. That's what we want to do. And leave comments. Guys, turn me on to new stuff. I can't be doing the same old Ugh. You go crazy. You only listen to the same shit over and over and over again. But this is the uh, this is the uh, Tucker Carlson on uh, Roseanne Barr's podcast, and uh, he, he he just said uh, this is kind of a quote. I, I've always agreed with Trump's policies. I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago last summer. That uh, can't stand. I oh I'm, let's just go for the full quote here. I click something. Uh, I agree with Trump on a lot, but even if I disagree with Trump on a lot, I'd still be a Trump supporter because you cannot allow that. He's talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. You can't allow the regime, the president of the United States, to use the Justice Department to knock the front runner out of the race. You can't do that. That logic, to me, that works, kids. And that is what I find so nefarious about this whole uh, election thing. And it's the 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 lack of uh, full-throated support for Trump from the the GOP. And I know you know it's the establishment people that desperately want to go back to the aren't you excited about Mitt Romney? Aren't you excited about Mitt? Wouldn't he be a great? No, no. And they keep, what they're doing to Trump is so absolutely horrifying, in my opinion. I cannot see how, like, if, if there's one thing, if there's one thing you don't want to have happen uh, is, is like to have the, 
the, the, the, the government goons come. Listen, it'd be different. It'd be different if like, oh my God, uh, there's a missing girl and there's a trail of blood and it all goes to Mar-a-Lago and, and Trump won't let us in. Then, okay, you might need to kick down the door and see what's going on. The, the whole Mar-a-Lago thing is over. Documents. Well, those are classified documents. What, just, what, what is the absolute goon show that was? That was just, that was just uh, theatrics. And they love that shit. Look, we had to send the FBI to raid Mar-a-Lago. Hold on. Hold on to your nipples, darling. Shit's going crazy. We had to raid Mar-a-Lago. No. That's some Bush League shit. And how... how they, they can all see it. They all know it. The left knows what they're doing. But the shocking and disappointing thing... Is is like the the Ron DeSantis campaign of it all. Uh, we got it. Why can't Trump get up here and defend his policies? Cause he's being harassed fucking day and night. Did you forget about the Trump Russia collusion? Did you forget how the entirety of the media and the left and the FBI and the intelligence community everybody teamed up against that dude on some fraudulent shit? And they have not stopped. Impeachment one number one. Impeachment number two. Hey, we got to do mail-in voting because there's a coronavirus that came from a wet market from, from bath soup. And then you put on top of that these freaking lawsuits, like the, the, one, the, the one in New York. I, I laugh because there's no injured party. There's no injured party. All of this shit is like fucking stop the press is bad. The New York, the New York, and it's not even a trial because I think the judge has already determined he's guilty. It's like you said your property was worth X amount of dollars and we we think it's only worth uh, this amount of dollars. What, what do you do for a living? Are you a real estate guy? No, I'm a, I'm a judge that wants to be known in liberal circles. How can the entire GOP party not be behind Donald Trump like this is the craziest shit we've ever seen. This will not stand. And to encourage, you know, good people like like Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy and, uh, you know, whoever else was up there. Watch this guy, Tim Scott. He dropped out. But like, how can you not be unified over this horrible injustice that we've all witnessed? That's that's the shocker to me. How can and how can this race even be close? How can it, when you look at your energy bills, your electric bill, your gas bill, and they're like, "Oh, you can't use a gas stove. We're gonna have to get rid of gas stoves because the environment. We don't should eat meat because the environment. Everything's super uh, and super uh, fucking expensive, and this is going up and that's going up, and the borders open and fentanyl's killing people left and right, and blah 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 blah. But boy, Ben Biden doing a great job. They had fucking uh, they had Gavin Newsom debating Ron DeSantis. For some fucking reason, trying to drum up interest in those people, and, and I, oh, fuck, why? Why is this? Why is this on TV? Are, are, you, are you kidding me? 
it's like it's like watching uh you know two freaking uh sales reps argue about who makes a better bloody mary at a marriott bar by the airport like are you going to televise that what the fuck and gavin newsom how is he on the top of anybody's list after what he's done to california it's just like it's it's the it's the fetterman uh, Biden, they can just put up any sack of freaking breathing meat and convince people to vote for them. It it is wild to witness. It it is wild to witness. Biden, oh, it's it's a it's a battle for the soul of America. We gotta we gotta end all these wars and then oh, but but dude, you're 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 getting involved in a couple. You're getting involved in a couple. And Afghanistan was quite the shit show. Everything that dude has touched has turned to crap. Oh, he's ahead in the polls. He's, he's got a lead. And I guarantee you go to like uh, some MSNBC or whatever little, uh, whatever little internet browser and that they're going to have some Horrible, you know, ooh, Trump faces big legal problems. Trump's got a big legal problem. Yeah, when is he not? Uh, as soon as as soon as he came down that oh, here we go. Trump's Trump's legal problem. Trump in DC. It's a bad day. Oh Jesus. We're not gonna get into that. Let's just say I agree wholeheartedly with uh Tucker Carlson. And and for me, it really when and I guess this this has to deal with like having some kind of uh, you know principles. But if like if if like if Trump was legit a criminal, yeah, he wouldn't have the support he's had now. And and they think that no one remembers that like all of this shit that they've been saying and accusing them has has been completely baseless. They just keep doing it. Again and again and again. And I guess some members of the GOP are just, they're okay with it. They're okay with it. Oh, for the love of God. And now, and the, here's a, here's another story that's not getting enough traction, and we'll, we'll shove it in. We'll just shove it into this block. Uh, about the Twitter files. It was uh, uh, Matt Taibbi and that Michael... Uh, Schellenberger dude. They were the guys that when, when Elon Musk took over Twitter, he's like, uh, I'm going to have you two journalists take a look at this stuff. Because they were, they were both very, very critical of, of Trump. And now uh, that they've been privy to the correspondence between uh, Twitter and the, and the federal government, uh, they have changed their their tune. They have changed their tune. And there's a, uh, uh, I posted this at the website where uh, Matt Taibbi and, and Michael Schellenberg, there's a, uh, there's a committee uh, and it's, uh, it's the House, the House Committee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. So they're looking into this stuff. And Taibbi and uh, Schellenberger were saying, the, the most alarming thing to them 
was just the 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 sheer amount of of emails and the organization behind it in terms of routinely uh censoring voices on social media and this is not just twitter this is facebook as well and other uh social media outlets but those are the big ones where the federal government was just like yeah we don't want people saying that get rid of that and they and twitter and facebook are like okie doke we'll get we'll make that disappear and that they had a, a, a system in place. It wasn't like a once in a blue moon thing. It was just very casual. And there was a shit ton of it. And then they casually, everybody's, they casually uh, pre, uh, uh, when they, 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 they knew that they had to kill the, uh, the, the Biden laptop story. So like, we're going to get out in front of this. Don't even let people get started talking about that thing. Before it even... It goes back to what we were talking about last week with the uh, the Orwellian uh, 1984 and the, the liberal ESP of it all. No, we, we've, we've declared that this is, uh, this is untrue, even though it is true. So if anybody even tries to talk about it, make sure that it never sees the light of day on your website on your social media outlet. It's freaking terrifying. And the Twitter files and the and the censorship, that's huge. That's 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 super important. And and the stories that are just buried, that's why it's one of the other reason I do this show. Somebody's gotta talk about this stuff. And it's like Yes, I know there's other things going on in the world, but holy shit, we are in a situation where we got to put on our oxygen mask first before we can help the others. We got to make sure that uh, there is freedom of speech in this country and online. And it, it just amazes me too. Like when I say that I'm amazed that like, hey, there's members of the GOP who are, you know, full-throatedly coming to Donald Trump's defense when he's being so obviously... Uh, uh, railroaded. It, it it's shocking to me that there aren't people on these like you know House committees and you know in the government going. Can I see the fucking algorithm? They never they never ask to because they'll they'll get like Zuckerberg testifying, you know, and they're like, hey, isn't it true that uh, you know you're censoring conservative voices on Facebook? And you know, that's the algorithm. That's the algorithm. Oh, oh, well, how, how does the algorithm work? You know, that's, uh, that's, that's a different department. And, uh, but, you know, here at Facebook, we try really, really hard uh, to be fair because we want a fair and safe platform. And nobody goes, hey, how does this fucking algorithm work? And they was, oh, that, that's written by uh, somebody else. Well, it's a, a human being wrote it. And even if a fucking AI wrote it, you need to show me. Somebody needs to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that that shit is on the up and up and that the algorithm is, uh, is fair. You know, if, if a hundred million people are, are talking about the same subject and Facebook just doesn't like it, sorry, that still has to be a trending thing. 
I know you want to talk about the notebooks in Brazil or some crazy shit. Ooh, it makes me mad. It makes me mad. It, and I, I just can't... I can't believe we don't hear about it every day. I mean, I know why. I know why the media what doesn't want to talk about like the Biden uh, bribery scandal and why they don't want to talk about how the just the casual censorship on Twitter and how they're now they're trying to steamroll freaking Elon Musk. They're trying to put that dude out of business with uh, with Twitter by taking away his advertising dollars. <laughs> It's horrible. But I'll talk about it. I'll talk about that in movies too. And bikinis. And new music. And people that we lost. Yeah, Shane McGowan. That's a sad one. I wrote a piece. I'm gonna. I wanted to get this into. Uh, oh shit, we're going long. But we're gonna we're gonna skip on over uh, to the Patreon part of the show. But I want I want to talk a little bit about Shane McGowan of the Pogues and the beautiful. And I and I, and I mean that it's beautiful. The Pogues, and a lot of people haven't heard of them. I guess it's a it's an '80s thing. I don't know. The Pogues and Shane McGowan. I'll say this: Shane McGowan was not a supermodel. He was like a punk rock guy. He was like built for punk rock with a voice for punk rock, and he's very, very Irish. And to think that like an a uh, a punk rock guy uh, would team up with like folk musicians and they would like do traditional Irish folk songs and become this massive, massive success. I I just love it so much because it makes no sense. I don't know how the fuck those guys got together. I don't know who started doing what, but holy shit. Just great, man. This hard drinking. Oh, I met my love. And like Irish folk songs are so sad. I don't know. It they they just they break me up. They break me up. And then they would write original stuff, you know, Fairy Tale of New York and, you know, other great songs. But boy howdy. Many, many years ago I was in Ireland and I had no idea just like uh the popularity of the, the the how how important music is. It was like like Nashville, like the whole country is like this weird version of Nashville. You go out and, and everybody's people are singing and they're ah, oh, it's fucking great. But the songs are always like kind of sad, but like they're upbeat and sad. And when someone can sing them and sing them really well. Like uh, Shane McGowan or Sinead O'Connor. That shit is fantastic. There's a song called uh, Dirty Old Town. That's just just a great one. The Pogues did a great version of it. 
I met my love by the gasworks wall. Dreamed a dream by the old canal. I kissed my girl by the factory wall. Dirty old town. Dirty old town. It goes on like that. But then like that, there's a, I want to go to like town to almost the last verse where it's like uh, things have, uh, things have occurred. And now the guy's like, he's, he is, he's so enraged. Like life is so unfair. Bad things have happened and shit's happened. And he's now like, it's, I love it. I'm gonna make me a big sharp axe shining steel tempered in the fire I'll chop you down like an old dead tree dirty old town dirty old town what a great line I'll chop you down like an old dead tree. It's just fucking... I love it so much. Shane McGowan. I'm gonna make... Who can do it better than him? Go go listen to some Pogues. Lisa's got you covered on Sunday jams. It's just, it's just too good. Uh, all right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about some uh, some movies and stuff, and the, y- you guys are not gonna get the U-Haul app story. That's gonna happen over on Patreon and Locals. I'll see you there on Patreon. Maybe on Locals, you'll show your support. I'll chop you down like an old dead tree. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to me. Boom. I could do the whole song. You guys are fantastic. One last question. Why are your pants still on?